Streaming has gotten way too complicated, but you can hack the system with Prime Video. It has everything in one app with one password. See Roadhouse and the National Women's Soccer League both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on. Or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card... Right this way. It's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing, and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Thanks for listening to the Herd Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 12 to 3 Eastern, 9 to noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and FS1. Find your local station for the Herd at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Herd. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Here we go. It is a Monday. We are absolutely stacked. It's a holiday Monday. It's the herd. Wherever you may be, however you may be listening, iHeartRadio, Fox Sports Radio, FS1, one hour from now, Colin Wright, Colin Wrong. A lot of wrongs this week. You know, I took a little bit of time off last week. Just got all out of sorts. A lot of wrongs last week. A couple of days I was on Jason McIntyre. Got clarity yesterday. The Jets need a new quarterback. Can we agree with that? Yeah, I think that's the case, Colin. Yes, <laughs> they, they need to find a quarterback, and uh, there's a couple guys who will be out there in free agency. It's great to see you. The holidays now for most of us, uh, kind of over. Uh, bowl games percolate. Let's start with this. Um, there is a big difference all these years watching football of an offense that calls plays and an offense that has an identity. The Niners have an identity, offensive coach. The Chiefs have an identity, offensive coach. One of my complaints about the Chargers and the Bills, they have great quarterbacks, but sometimes they're just asking them to put on a cape, be Superman, and win the game. What's their offensive identity? The Bills' offensive identity is Josh Allen's great. He's like 40, 50 yards from being their leading rusher. Green Bay should have an identity, offensive coach Aaron Rodgers, but has lacked it. And now they've found it. 5-0 and this year, when they run it, at least 50% of the time, did yesterday and won. Matt LaFleur came to Green Bay known as a guy that could craft a run game. So why the heck it takes so long? Packer fans have been pounding the table for five months on this. It took them until late November. But when they run 50% of the time, And when they focus on running, they're almost always good at it. Aaron Jones is fantastic. A.J. Dillon, very capable. O-line, top six, seven, minimum in the NFL. Aaron Rodgers can manipulate. Audible in, audible out. Super smart. Do you know Matt LaFleur is 12-0 as the Packers coach? 12-0 when he just runs 50% of the time. 12-0. Why did it take so long? 
you know what? In the end, he's won a bunch of games, and it looks like I think they'll beat Detroit at Lambeau, and they'll get into the playoffs, which is good for everybody because Aaron Rodgers and the Packers are a big brand and fascinating. This team has always been, from day one this season, too young and too limited on the perimeter to be a shootout team. That's not what they are. Slowly, Christian Watson has developed into a a real threat downtown, and that's great. But they're not a great team. They're a team that has to play a certain way to win. It just took them forever to figure out what it was. But who cares? They're going to beat Detroit. They're going to get in. And this is going to be a Packer team like a Dallas team. We tend to think Dallas is great. No, Dallas has to play a certain way. Dallas has to run the football. Dak can be complimentary. Green Bay is very similar. The difference is Aaron, of course, is one of the 10, 12 best quarterbacks that's ever played the game. But what's fascinating is the more they run the ball, how it affects the rest of their team. Their defense isn't on the field. Have you looked at Green Bay's defense during this four-game winning streak? What do you know? Their time of possession goes up running, second in the league, and their second-half points allowed are third best in the NFL. So when, what were we complaining about all early in the year? What's wrong with their defense? It was on the field too much. Green Bay's running. Defense is rested. Has much more energy in the second half. Plays great. This is a real identity. Early in the year, they were just calling plays. They were trying to figure out the rookie receivers. And some of this is Aaron Rodgers is so great and very smart. Here comes Matt LaFleur. You know, you want to make sure he spends his offseason doing his thing. He comes into camp. The media is banging on Aaron with the rookie receivers. There's a lot to balance here in Green Bay. But watching them the last couple of weeks, it's like, yeah, that's it. That's what fans in Green Bay have been hammering the table. They should look a lot like Wisconsin football. If Wisconsin football had Aaron Rodgers. Wisconsin football, big O-line, run the ball, one or two deep threats, occasionally make a play. But Aaron said after, it's feeling good, like the focus. I think they get in. Been an interesting year. Hasn't been my best football at times. But uh, I've been asked to... Step up my leadership, I think, and be someone the guys can count on to keep it together. You know, even when it doesn't seem like there's anything to play for, we we don't have a chance to make a run. There were a lot of different things that could happen, and we stuck together, and we put ourselves in position to do something special. So again. At home against Detroit, I can't, I can't trust Detroit in that spot. I trust Aaron Rodgers at Lambeau a lot more in this spot than I do Detroit. But, you know, Detroit is – they always play hard. Uh, Goff's having a good year. But this is what it is. Calling plays and an identity are two different things. And often in the NFL, defensive coaches, Ron Rivera, I think sometimes, Sean McDermott, um, they don't – I mean, they can't figure out in Buffalo the offensive line. It's been like five years. Pittsburgh, Tomlin, can't figure out the offensive line. It's been four or five years. Finally, you watch Green Bay, and you're like, that's exactly what they should be doing since September. Maybe, though, it wasn't possible. All right, so San Francisco didn't play very well and won. And right now in the NFL, the Niners and the Chiefs are the only two teams in this league that can play poorly and win. So the question with Brock Purdy was always, can he play from behind? Can he play well when they really need him to deliver? And yesterday was a great example. The Niners defense, not very good. Didn't show up. 
Robbie Gould, good kicker, missed in regulation. So Brock Purdy was relied on, like Mahomes often is, to clean up the mess. And he's pretty good. Now you saw some arm limitations. He's not a big kid and a big arm guy, but he plays with some tempo. He's pretty good. He's a four-year college starter. He's accurate. There's some leadership stuff here. Pretty good. Yesterday was a great example, and this is how football works. Everybody's great with a lead in a run game. Yesterday they fell behind. He had to get in a shootout. He had sometimes good protection, sometimes he didn't. And you saw the things that they're raving about in San Francisco. He's more accurate than Trey Lance. He's more athletic than Jimmy Garoppolo. And they've surrounded him with a ton of good players. And this is, again, you say, well, he's a seventh-round pick. Never forget this. Kurt Warner, all-time great, undrafted. Tony Romo, all-time very good, undrafted. Seventh round, sixth round Brady. There's a lot of talent. There's more good quarterbacks than ever before because of the seven-on-seven camp. So generationally, the guys coming into the league now, more starts, more experience, more refined quarterback coaches in high school. Brock Purdy is good. They needed him yesterday. Now, Mahomes has to bail out the Chiefs all the time. Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, we get that. We were kind of sitting around going, what if, what if Brock Purdy has to bail him out? He did. And he did. Here's Kyle after. When what Brock's doing is real. I mean, he, he's a talented guy who's very tough. Um, and when he does make mistakes, he understands why. And then he tries to learn from them. So every time he goes out there, um, whether it is good or bad, I feel like when you when you got the skill set and um, you play the game the right way, he's only going to get better from it. There are so many interesting facets to not only the playoffs, which we'll break down here in about 15 minutes, um, but all the quarterbacks out there. What are the Raiders now going to do at quarterback? Derek Carr could absolutely fetch you probably a second-round pick. If a team's desperate, a first-rounder, you think it's crazy. Eight teams, nine teams desperate for a quarterback. Coaches don't want to get fired. GMs don't want to get fired. You're getting something for Derek Carr. Is Jarrett Stidham the answer? J-Mac talking about Tom Brady. Here's what's interesting. Just a side note on the Raiders. So the Raiders have like three fifth-round picks, a couple of six. If you trade Derek Carr and get a couple of twos, the Raiders could have a first, a couple of twos, a couple of fifths, a couple of six. They could have 10, 11 picks. Tom Brady looks at that and goes, Devontae Adams, Darren Waller, Hunter Renfro, decent left tackle, know the offensive coach. The Raiders lost, and the season's mostly done for them. Raiders could be one of the most intriguing landing spots for Tom Brady. Miami, I think, has to be in there. Raiders, Josh McDaniel has to be in there. The story now this morning, though, of course, is the 49ers. And, and, and did you notice something yesterday? Is that if you're from the Midwest or the East, this isn't as obvious. But when you live out West, Denver West, how popular the Niners are out West. They're the most popular team in the Bay Area. They're the most popular team in Nevada by a mile. And when the Rams play the Niners, it's 70-30 Niner fans. On the East Coast, you know... You got the Giants are popular, the Patriots, the Eagles. There's certain territories. The Niners are the West. <laughs> Everywhere the Niners go, the crowd is way pro San Francisco. And that scene yesterday in Las Vegas was 80-20. It felt like Niner fans. All right, a lot of stuff coming up today. Colin Wright, Colin Wrong, the great Sean Payton in studio next hour for 30 minutes. He'll be outstanding. Didn't have him on last week. 
Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio, FS1, and the iHeartRadio app. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it and travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel, it's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hi, it's the Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in ontario bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance see dkng.co slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions terms and responsible gaming resources angie's list is now angie the nation's largest home service marketplace they're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes whatever your home project big small indoor outdoor Come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Gotta get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps in the Angie app or clicks on the site, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie, too, for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com or download the app today. All right, hopefully you're out of the airports. Every flight, every airport congested. It's a happy new year. It's a New Year's resolution. Maybe our New Year's resolution to stay at airports. Maybe that's what it is. So uh, interesting game today. Uh, One of the most surprising outcomes, and maybe it shouldn't be, was Seattle completely thumping the Jets. I thought my Jets pick was my favorite of the weekend, and it was never competitive. So let's start with the positives. Pete Carroll, uh, let Pete cook, has a formula. Now, we talked about Green Bay having an identity. Seattle has more of a formula. Lean into the run game when Kenneth Walker is healthy. Limit the number of throws Geno Smith makes, 35 or fewer, run heavy, lean downhill, play very aggressive Pete Carroll defense. Pete's had an amazing rebound year. GM John Snyder hit a home run, maybe the best draft in Seattle in a decade. Uh, And this is their formula. Now, they don't control their playoff hopes. 
They can win and still not make it. If Green Bay beats Detroit, my guess is they will. Seattle's out. But it's been a great year, and it's a very, very healthy roster. And unlike baseball or the NBA, if you have a great draft and bring in five or six starters, you can be a playoff team the next year. Seattle on the precipice of being that. But they've got a formula. It's pretty clear. They hit a home run in the second round with Kenneth Walker. Lean into him when he's been healthy. They run the ball. Limit the exposure of Geno. They don't want him throwing 38, 42, 45. Don't want that. Same with Brock Purdy. Probably better off throwing 27 than 37 or 47. It works. Number two is, what did we learn? It's not all bad for the Jets, even though that was a complete dud performance by the staff and by the quarterback. It was clarity. Come on, the AFC quarterbacks right now, loaded. And Lamar Jackson's not even playing. Looks like Kenny Pickett can play a little bit. Mike White's not the guy. He's just not the guy. He's a great backup. And the Jets roster, to me, above average. They have the number one corner in the league, a top five to seven defensive front, Brees Hall will get healthy, a star running back. Um, I think their offensive line will get healthier. A couple of guys on that I like. They're a veteran quarterback and a left tackle away, in my opinion, from being a playoff team. Is Robert Sala the right coach? Well, he's done a great job with the defense. That's his side of the ball. The, G, uh, the GM missed it quarterback and missed it left tackle. But it's not an exact science. He's also had a lot of hits. Derek Carr's on the market. I'd go after him yesterday. Garoppolo's on the market. I'd consider it probably not. Tom Brady probably on the market. By the way, I'll throw this out there. I know it sounds crazy. I'd give Kirk Cousins a call. I think Minnesota is worn out. Two biggest games of the year. He was awful. He was awful. This team has a lot of good players. This isn't the Giants where they're pretending Daniel Jones is great and they have a rebuild roster. This is a really good roster. This is a really good roster. Left tackle quarterback. But yesterday is a great example. To get clarity, sometimes it's painful. Come on, Jets. Burrow, Herbert. What if Carr stays? Mahomes, Josh Allen, Lamar comes back. Mike White? Really? How good do you have to be on defense, special teams, and coaching to overcome that? Yesterday is a great example. Biggest game of the year. Engulfed over his skis. Not ready. It's okay. We got five great quarterbacks in the NFL that are young and in their prime and probably four to five other ones that are really, really good. Not in their prime. Mike White's not the guy. J-Mac with the news. No, 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 no. Turn on the news. This is the Herd Line You wince when I let, said Let me Kirk just Cousins. say Happy New Year before I come after you <laughs> for, for a hand we're hammering my Jets. Listen, um... Let's not give Seattle too much credit for this win, okay? Let's be real about their game plan, Colin. You watch that game. They did not attack the Jets' cornerbacks. Seattle wide well, receivers, would you? five catches for 33 w- yards. Would you? No. They had a great game plan. They're gonna, we're going to throw to tight ends and running backs out of the backfield. Yeah. Jets linebackers and safeties couldn't cover anybody. Yeah. That's Salah's department, the defense. No celebrating for J-Mac <laughs> on Sunday. It was. I will say this. The Vikings game, whatever. The Jets game was... They laid an egg. Oh, it was a... 60-yard run on the first play from scrimmage. Yeah, it was Seattle up 17-3 before I could sit down with my pizza. A little frustrating, but I'm at, it's out of my system. It's over. Season's done. We're, we're onward to the quarterback. By the way, Kirk Cousins, come okay. on, stop it. All right. He's not leaving Minnesota, okay? All right. All right, let's start with uh, Tampa Bay, Colin. Bucks clinched a spot in the playoffs with a come-from-behind 30-24 to win over the Panthers. By the way, 
Tampa trailed this game 14-0 at home. 21-10 at wh- home. Why did they not double Mike Evans more? Oh, well, did we'll you get to that shortly. That? Brady had a season-high 432 yards connected with Evans on three TDs, two of them super long. Colin, I, I just put this out there. On Friday, I told you and the audience that the top two cornerbacks for Carolina were out. Remember, J.C. Horn and Jackson both did not play. Right. You know who they put on Mike Evans? C.J. Henderson, former number one pick. He's bounced around to like five teams. He got destroyed by and, Mike Evans and, on straight go patterns. And there was no help behind him. No help. I couldn't figure out what Carolina yeah. was doing. It's I know the same yeah. play over and over. Everybody wants Steve Wilk to keep the job. I was just talking to some people coming in. He's not keeping the job in Carolina. He's not the guy. Not with that it's, owner. No. Now, D'Amico Ryan's at San Francisco. We'll see if uh, that's the guy for the job. But yeah. Steve Wilkes, a total letdown. And Sam Darnold was pretty good. Yeah, solid game. But again, the turnovers. Two fumbles well, and a pick. Sam's going to give you the ball back. I was so close to doing a right wrong or right on Sam Darnold. But in the end, he yeah. turned the ball over. You had that written at like, what, 330 yesterday? Oh, I, yeah. oh <laughs> East 330. Coast You're like, oh, oh one right. You were all cooking up that. <laughs> Listen, uh, I just put this out there, though. Mike Evans went 11 games without a touchdown. Then he beats like a guy off the street. No. They had let Josh me ask Norman you. starting in the secondary. Let, let me ask you. Let, this is not a great win for Tampa. What is Tampa? Are they They're not a good in, team. I I'm telling you right now, I'm betting Dallas. Oh, yeah, so, am I. so am I. I know everybody's going to say, well, Tampa, they no, went. No, no, They're not good. Uh, Todd Bowles, Byron Leftwich. I- I'm just, I'm not in on Tampa. And by the way, um, I think I texted you this. That we'll, we'll get to it later in the show. I got, I got a good take on All right. that division next year. Okay. Tampa's going down. Have you looked at how many free agents they have, Colin? Oh, yeah. It's like and, seven starters on defense and, probably not coming and back. And Brady has always been very calculated. He knows that. He's By, out of there. Byron Leftwich, who what quarterback's gonna want to come? Play? Brady is out of Tampa. He's yeah. and he's not retiring. You can cool. listen no. to that Jim Gray podcast. He's playing next year. Now, by the way, did you see what a quarterback who knows McDaniel's system looked like against the best defense in the league? I'm not saying Stidham's a guy, but when you know McDaniel's offense, you can cook with some gas there. <laughs> Devontae Adams look good. Uh speaking of not cooking, Colin, oof. Philadelphia Eagles. Well, I t- this was they're bad. A, they're a little beat up. Let's take a they're deep. Very breath. beat up, and I Lane Johnson is the key. Remember, three and ten without him. Now three and eleven. They drop uh, to a game to the Saints, twenty to ten. This was never close. I know. Like, I mean, Gardner Minshew. Uh, I apologize for saying he was in the same stratosphere as Jalen Hurts. There's a big drop off. I think there's a case for Jalen Hurts as the MVP. When you see how bad that offense looked with Well, Minshew. I know, but it's hard to win it when your argument is, hey, I didn't play, but my team needs me. Mahomes is playing. Burrow's playing. Well, okay, I'll just toss this out there. This was the first time they were shut out in the first half all season. They had their, fir- their fewest first downs in the first half in seven years. They had two first downs in the first half against the Saints, Colin. This is a Saints team that's not good. Like, I, this is a bad look for the Eagles. They're limping in. Uh, I saw a defensive end go down. Josh Sweat was carted off. Now, what's the latest on him? He's done. I, I don't think they anticipated him. For the year? Come, likely. Wow. I mean, he's definitely not playing this week against the Giants. Well, yeah, no, I know that. No but... Lane Johnson, no Avante Maddox. Mm-hmm. Now, the Eagles can can still set the NFL sack record, uh, by the way, Brand- next week. That's something to watch. Brandon Graham and company, they're good. Yeah. Um, I don't. Have we gotten word if Brian Dable is sitting his guys next week? Because they can't move out of the six. I don't think they're going to hand this game to Philly. Somebody texted me that Dable historically plays his guys in the preseason when other coaches pull back. So I don't know that Dable's taking his foot fully well, off think, the gas. No, I think if you're if you're Brian Dable, this offense needs reps. No, Daniel we'll not Jones, Saquon Barkley. We'll rest Saquon. No, I rest Saquon, but everybody else. Yeah, I mean, I, I you know, again, if somebody's banged up, you can rest. But um, 
No, I think he, you know. Belichick's history is he just played dudes. If you think everybody thinks instinctively because football's so physical that um, time off is great. Last year, Green Bay, Tennessee had a bye, loss oh, at yeah. home. Also, do you watch the defenses in the bowl games that had a month off? They were terrible. Oh, the tackling, yeah. the tackling in the Michigan TCU game, the tackling Ohio State, Georgia was atrocious. Mm-hmm. Why? Have too much time off. If you're good, play football. It's not baseball, everyday sport, but rest doesn't necessarily help. Get out there every six, seven days and hit. I do wonder about the Eagles. Are they still your favorite in the in the NFC? No, I'm, um, if San Francisco, if Philly, if Philly, I think San Francisco is by far and away the best roster in the league. By far and away yeah. the best roster. We'll see if Lane Johnson comes back. I, I I don't know that they if Philly wins their first game. If they have a bye and you got a lot of guys getting back. I'm not feeling great about Philly. They, maybe they did peak too early. You had that stat. Remember a couple weeks ago about teams that are the last one to be undefeated? It's often that stat's often tied to the healthiest team. Yeah. So the Niners were beat up early. Now they're healthy. The Eagles were healthy for eight weeks. Now they're beat up. Which would you rather yeah. be? I'd rather be the healthy team now, San Francisco, because yeah. their defense didn't play well yesterday. But their offense, all the dudes. <laughs> they got so many weapons. Yeah, by the way, uh, last year, Rams in the Super Bowl run, offensive line, one of the healthiest units in the league all season. Final story, my main man, Kenny Pickett, boy, came through for me last night. <laughs> Colin, I got to say, Steelers still alive, you know, faint playoff hopes, but a great fourth quarter comeback yeah. again for Pickett. This kid's got some moxie. Is that a good word for Kenny Pickett? Well, yeah. I mean, I think there's something there. He's been, you know, he keeps winning these close games. He He won a couple of weeks ago. Doesn't panic in the pocket. No, he's got four years as a starter in that stadium. So, there is, he's definitely, I feel like I'm watching a franchise quarterback. I don't know where the special is, but in terms of sort of, he can move, he can escape, his arm is good enough. I don't see a lot of it. But he's clearly capable. I see some it, and so does Mike Tomlin. Can't say enough about our young Cube. Um, he smiles in the face of it. He's always ready to be that guy in the moments that we need him to be that guy. And it's just good to see the young guy. I don't think none of us are, are surprised by what he does from an intangible standpoint. And the proximity to him uh, at Pitt really kind of gave us that comfort. It's big play. Hey, if you want to get excited, nuts. you want to yeah. get excited about a team. Pittsburgh's got a quarterback on a rookie deal. They can go out and spend on some offensive linemen. Yeah. That defense is going to keep you with Watt and Fitzpatrick. Well, They're going to stay in games. Mike it. Tomlin's going to flip this thing pretty quickly if you hit on that quarterback. And I think you go into next season, pick it a hundred percent. The well, guy you have, Najee Harris, excellent. He looked spicy last he night. He was spicy. Yeah. Uh, tight, young tight end is excellent. Firemouth, yep. Yeah. They always get receivers. Pickens, Pickens can make some plays. No, they're they're um. This is a team. I don't want to go overboard, but next season, just keep an eye on Pittsburgh making a leap if they can go. With the quarterback on the rookie deal, you like Miami with our, they went out and spent on the left tackle from the Saints. Remember, they just spent, yeah. we're throwing money at him. Why wouldn't Pittsburgh do that to protect Pickett? You know what? I was thinking about this. The only person I've never interviewed that I want to in my entire career is Mike Tomlin. Does he do a lot of interviews? I don't think so. Yeah. Certainly not with me. Um, <laughs> but I, the fact of the matter is, when you count out Tomlin in his entire career, he's the best underdog coach in football. 
There's something about him able to emotionally pull stuff out of players. You're watching that game last night. It was so ugly. The whole night, it felt like Steelers had three points forever. It was like 13-3, I think. It felt like like, forever. And then they just figure out a Tomlin team late, figures it out, and pulls out the W. Is there anything to Pickett being a guy who was like 24 years old, stayed in college for a while? I think his ceilings, I think he's realizing his ceiling. I said this about Mac Jones. His first year at the end of it, I felt like you kind of saw his ceiling. But he was but he was good enough. What he did, he did very well. Pickett's at his ceiling. Hmm. He may grow, but we, he's got so many starts in high school and college, and now this year, you're kind of seeing what he is. Okay, that's one for the quarterback question. Who would you rather have next year, Mac Jones or Kenny Pickett? Kenny Pickett. Same here. I, I like this guy. Yeah, a little bigger. I think Steelers are a bye better. team for next year. Yeah. Hmm. J-Mac with the news. Well, that's the news. And thanks for stopping by. The Herd Live News. So, that is interesting. I think Kenny Pickett's a little more mobile. He's a little bigger. Um, he, 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 Like last night, that play was a playmaker. That was a playmaker at quarterback. And he doesn't yell at his teammates on the sideline when things go awry. <laughs> so, here's the playoff picture this morning. Let's start with the AFC. Um, New England right now is the seventh and final team in the AFC. I do not think they make the playoffs. So I think New England loses at Buffalo, even though the Bills play tonight on a short week. And I think Miami beats the Jets. Now, Miami's lost yesterday. They, they were missing seven or eight key starters. They have really fallen apart physically. Nobody's talking about it. Not just Tua. Teddy Bridgewater get, gets hurt. They're on a third-string quarterback against Belichick in that defense. I think Miami beats the Jets and gets in. I think New England loses, and frankly, I think Miami feels more like a playoff team. When two is upright, they move the ball. They've got Miami checks a lot of boxes in 2022. Clever offensive coach, excellent weapons, excellent left tackle, good edge rusher, and a good corner. That's all the right boxes. Um, I will say this. Miami's going to be fascinating in the offseason. Between Tua and Teddy, they can't stay healthy. Smaller guys in a big man's sport, I think they have to consider a Brady, a Carr. Again, get on the phone with Minnesota. Minnesota needs draft picks. Just throw it out there. I wouldn't go Garoppolo. They've already got that, a distributor who struggles to stay healthy. So Miami's going to be fascinating, but I think they get in. Okay, let's. Can I, can I quickly ask you, from those in-the-hunt teams, Miami, yeah. Pittsburgh, Tennessee, and New England, who would you want to see most in a playoff game? Which of those four teams? Would I, you Miami. Over Pittsburgh. Oh, I think Miami. Pittsburgh has three points in the third quarter in every game I watch them and comes back to win. Yeah. Miami checks all the boxes. Well, if Tua's healthy. That, well, no, I'm not even that. Left tackle, edge rusher, great weapons, offensive coach. That's 2022 football. They check all the boxes. Mm-hmm. Their issue is singularly. We can't keep our quarterback healthy. So the backup gets hurt, and these are serious injuries. We're talking about concussion stuff with Tua and Teddy. So I think they have to go get somebody that's available and a distributor. Carr's not a playmaker. Brady's not a playmaker. Garoppolo's not a playmaker. They're distributors. This offense is built. Never forget. That's why I put up Kirk Cousins. Never forget. Shanahan loved him. Mike McDaniel, Miami's coach from Shanahan's system. I keep throwing Kirk Cousins out because I have this weird feeling. I said this last week. There's five quarterbacks in the world I would not take a phone call on. Mahomes, Allen, Herbert, Burrow, and Trevor Lawrence. I would not pick up the phone. 
I would pick up the phone for every other quarterback. If you don't think Minnesota's going to pick up the phone, if somebody makes an offer for Kirk Cousins, well, what will they have? They'll figure it out. They'll go get Carr, whatever. But I think him against the Cowboys and Packers at this point in his career being pathetic couldn't get the ball to Justin Jefferson. Stephon Diggs said, get me out of here. I think Minnesota's trapped. I think Goff's more talented. Fields is more talented. Aaron's way more talented. That's what I think they are today. Okay, so let's go to the NFC playoff picture. Uh, I think this will change. I think Seattle could win, but they don't control their destiny. I think Green Bay does win and gets in. Um, And Green Bay, over the course of the season, Seattle feels more like a playoff team. But in the last month, and we always talk about there's three seasons, pre-Thanksgiving, post-Thanksgiving, and playoffs. Post-Thanksgiving, Green Bay feels like a playoff team. Didn't early, bad early, not late. So I think Green Bay beats Detroit, uh, maybe soundly the way they're playing, and um, and I think Seattle could win, but they don't control their destiny. So and I and I, if you start looking at the NFC, Brady, Aaron Rodgers, Cowboys. I mean, a lot of these feel like you know San Francisco, Philadelphia made it last year. These are kind of the usual playoff teams. It feels like in this little three- or four-year tunnel. These all make sense. New York doesn't at all, but that's why Brian Dable should be coach of the year. They don't make any sense being there. I would agree, but if you look at the Giants, they're locked in at six, Colin. If the Giants go to Minnesota, we just saw that game two weeks ago. Minnesota struggles to get margin. Brian Dable. I can't. I can't. I know you can't talk yourself into it, but the New York Giants, I would not be shocked if they took down the Vikings in the first. Will you just start hammering Kirk Cousins? No, I'm saying. Just think about this league. Yeah. We're talking about next year. Outside of the five great young quarterbacks in their prime, you don't think Arizona would take a call for Kyler Murray? Yeah. yeah. Of course they would. So you don't, you don't think Detroit would take a call for Jared Goff if something happened? Five guys you don't take a call on. We all know who yeah. they are. Great in their prime, big, strong, sturdy. All those guys. I just think there's going to be a lot of movement. Uh, this uh, is a crazy yeah. – you think it's crazy. Tom Brady chose Tampa. Stafford yeah. went to the Rams. Stuff in this league now, these young GMs are all Vegas deal makers, man. They're making they're at the roulette roulette table in the offseason. <laughs> Did you see Minnesota lost two offensive linemen in their game this weekend? One of them carted off. He's definitely not coming back. Kayvon Thibodeau. I know. Looks like he nearly killed Nick Foles in the I know. game. The snow angel was a bit much, but that I'm just to be aware, uh, Minnesota on upset watch first round. You're the Minnesota GM after the nightmare against Dallas and Green Bay. Two biggest brands come into town. And you get, you go to Lambeau and embarrass yourself. Against the Cowboys, you embarrass yourself. You're not taking a call on Kirk Cousins? If I'm the owner, I say, okay, GM, that sounds good. What's your game plan after Kirk Cousins? You know what? Sometimes bottoming it out is not the worst thing. 12-4 and four to bottoming out? All right, go ahead. Congratulations. That team is, that team is the it's worst. teetering. Yeah. Worst 12-4 and four team ever. They have a negative point differential. A negative yeah. point differential. It's never happened before. Ever. Boy, you you would annoy the owner if you went to him and said that. Hey, hey, we got to get rid of the quarterback. I'm not saying get rid. I said Miami calls Minnesota. We just need somebody that's there every Sunday to distribute. How many picks? How many picks are you asking? I don't know. I'm not a GM. I'm just a you know blah 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 guy. All right, live in LA, (laughs) where Colin was right, where Colin was wrong. Top of the hour, it's the herd. Be sure to catch live editions of the herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. 
Hey, it's Ben, host of The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller. It would mean a lot to have you join us on our weekly auditory journey. You're asking, what in God's name is The Fifth Hour? I'll tell you, it's a spinoff of The Ben Maller Show, a cult hit overnights on FSR. Why should you listen? Picture, if you will, a world where we chat with captains of industry in media, sports, and more every week. Explore some amazing facts about human nature and more. Listen to The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. (sighs) Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is... And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Gotta get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps in the Angie app or clicks on the site, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie, too, for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com or download the app today. Hi, let's talk about Pro Plan Sport. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So whether you're heading out to explore a new trail or looking to set a personal best on your daily run, start your journey off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Discover the power of advanced nutrition for strength and stamina at ProPlansport.com. That's ProPlansport.com. All right, Sean Payton, next hour, we are absolutely stacked. So let's talk some college football here. So Jim Harbaugh in Michigan went down. Now, Nick Saban's lost 11 bowl games. It happens. That's the reality of these bowl games. Michigan went in as a touchdown favorite, got too gimmicky, got too deceptive. They're a power program. They should have leaned into power. But they had more yards and more first downs and a better time of possession. And Jim Harbaugh's side of the ball offense scored 45 points. Quarterback made some bad decisions. The defense was atrocious. Um, You know, blame Harbaugh all you want. He's beaten Ohio State twice. He's been to the playoffs two times. In eight years in Michigan, 10-plus wins five times and two playoff appearances. It has been a resounding success. He remains a very, very, very strong football coach. I would take him in a heartbeat over almost anybody in college football. As good as Saban, Kirby, Smart, and Lincoln Riley are, they didn't get to a Super Bowl. This guy's a great coach. San Diego. Niners, Stanford, Michigan, great coach. Bad game, bad moment. 
got too gimmicky, but that's okay. His side of the ball scored 45 points. The question becomes, everybody's asking, is Jim going to go to the NFL? The issue is, where? Now that Justin Herbert's going to make the playoffs, the Charger job is not open. That's the job that Harbaugh would take and Sean Payton would take. You get Justin Herbert and those receivers and those edge rushers and that left tackle and that center. The Chargers is the job. They're not going to go pay for Harbaugh, pay for Sean Payton. Historically, they don't pay a lot for coaches. They're certainly not going to fire a guy who makes the playoffs, a young guy, in his second year. They're just not going to do it in the crowded AFC. So the question is, oh, Denver. Denver's in cap hell for the next four years. They don't have any draft capital next year. It's a tough division. The quarterback could be washed. Got brand new owners. You have a GM who didn't get hired by the owners. Denver's not a good job. Historically, it's a great job. It's not a good job now. So I don't see him leaving. I think he goes back with J.J. McCarthy in that roster. He's got an identity. He's got momentum. He gets the Buckeyes back in Ann Arbor. He beats him for a third straight time. I would not be shocked. I think they end up making the playoffs again next year, and maybe he can get some wins in it. But, I mean, I you tell me the place in the NFL, Arizona with Kyler Murray. And that, that, uh, Jim Harbaugh and Kyler Murray is an inferno. That doesn't sound – does that sound right? So I think he returns to Michigan. You know, there's, there's something I've, I've leaned on for years and years. Don't try to get happier than happy. Happy is hard enough to get to in life. Right now, his dad lives next to his grandkids. He's beaten Ohio State. He's getting to the playoffs. He's winning 10, 11, 12 games a year. And he gets the coach at Michigan, one of the great small towns in America, Ann Arbor. I don't know. I'm not leaving to go to cap hell in Denver with new owners, a GM on the ropes, a quarterback that could be washed. I don't think so. I think I think Russell Wilson rebounds, but I don't know what I got with Russell Wilson. So it just happens. Bowl games are weird. I mean, TCU is the least talented team in terms of like rivals, rankings, top 150 players we've ever had in the final. Who would have guessed Sonny Dykes? Didn't have huge success in Cal. Goes to TCU and he's got him in his first year. Well, I don't know. It happened. Good story. Um, but I don't, I don't, I wouldn't leave Michigan. Not now. Maybe in a year if you don't want to go back to Columbus. But I got my quarterback. I got my big rival at my place. I return a lot of my star players. I don't see why I would go take a bad NFL job. I don't, I don't get it. Um, and, and you start looking at the openings. Colts. Texans. You got, you got impulsive ownership. Washington, I mean, think about it. Washington could have an opening. Colts could have an opening. Texans, three impulsive owners. And, and, and not a quarterback. Uh, or J.J. McCarthy, Buckeyes in Ann Arbor, dominate the Big Ten. That feels like a way better job to me. What about the Carolina Panthers, Colin? Yeah. Hold on, wait. Before Tampa Bay's going to lose Brady. They're nosediving. Um, you've got the New Orleans Saints in that division. They're not really going anywhere. Is there a case that Jim Harbaugh could go to Carolina? The owner says, what quarterback do you want, Garoppolo or Carr? We will overpay for you. No, thanks. I'm not taking that job. I'm not taking that job. I'm not. It's not good enough. Temperamental owner. $11 million a year? He's making nine now. Who cares? You're trying to get happier than happy. That's why I'm staying here. I'm happy so far. Um, you could irritate me. Okay. Now it's Ohio State. I had said to the lead-up, I thought they would account for themselves very well. I thought a fascinating story, because I thought they outplayed Georgia and felt like the better team most of the night. Uh, they did give up nine yards of play, though. This defense for Ohio State 
they got to figure something out because they just give up big points in big games against Michigan and Georgia. I see against Oregon last year. They got to get their defense figured out. They just give up too many big plays and big points. But I thought it was fascinating. Uh, C.J. Stroud, I thought, did himself a huge favor. Nobody has torn apart Georgia's defense like that in a while. He was fantastic. And what is interesting is he ran. So I'm going to make a comparison. They're not the same type of quarterback. But when Justin Herbert was at Oregon, they didn't have a capable backup. So Mario Cristobal kind of kept him in the pocket. And then in his last game at Oregon, the Rose Bowl against the great Wisconsin defense, Mario Cristobal said, young man, do what you got to do to win. Herbert was running all over the field, and we all went, whoa, Justin Herbert has that that gear? So Ohio State, they don't have a backup ready to play. So they, it feels like to me they've kind of kept C.J. Stroud limited in the pocket. We don't, you know, we think we can play for a national title. We can't have you getting hurt. And here against Georgia, Ryan Day said, we're not beating him just sitting in the pocket, young man. You do your thing. And C.J. Stroud, like Herbert, said, okay, my thing is moving. And he ran for 70 yards. If you take away the sacks, he rushed for 70 yards. He was very dynamic. I thought he looked absolutely fantastic. I do think Bryce Young will go number one. He's such a beautiful natural thrower. But C.J. Stroud accounted for himself uh, bigger than Bryce Young. Um, really nice arm. Now we know he can move. That, that Herbert comp, they're not the same quarterback. That's not what I'm saying. But their college coaches kind of felt like they kind of kept him in the pocket because they didn't have a real capable backup to go in and star and so both coaches get to a bowl game Oregon and Herbert against the great Wisconsin defense and CJ Stroud against the great defense in Georgia and the coaches are like okay do your thing potential last game of the year and with Herbert you're like whoa I have two GMs that were at that game and they're like when you saw him live it was like Wow, Herbert is unbelievable. You kind of couldn't see it on tape. Games from Eugene, games in Pullman, couldn't see it. C.J. Stroud, that game, that was, that's why, now obviously he's going to play, but sometimes there's these players who play in bowl games who don't necessarily have to. Now, C.J. Stroud was going to play in the bowl game, obviously. But I thought, I don't think I've seen anybody in a bowl game, anybody, that I went, oh, oh, they'll be GMs. That, take, that I think will talk themselves into C.J. Stroud over Bryce Young. I honestly felt that watching that. He's bigger. Um, he, he lets it rip. Now, Ohio State has become wide receiver university. So, I mean, let's be honest. Marvin Harrison's kid doesn't get hurt. They probably win that football game. I mean, they are, they are stacked at wide receiver, and they have been for years. They become a wide receiver factory. Used to be, you know, Alabama used to be known for corners. Now they're known for quarterbacks and wide receivers. Ohio State used to be known for linebackers. Now they're known for wide receivers. Their wide receiving talent's insane. So a lot of times it's guys that have beaten their guys badly. But I thought, um, I thought C.J. Stroud was it was jaw dropping. It was like wow. I get that. I get the running too. And it's not like he's just running past guys at Temple. He's running past Georgia guys. Those guys are all playing in the on Sundays. So my takeaway in Michigan, Harbaugh, stay at Michigan. Great job. Ann Arbor. There's no good NFL things out there. Now the Chargers are in. And Ohio State, you outplayed them. Uh, probably should have been a targeting call. Wasn't. You probably would have won if Harrison plays. My takeaway, they, they couldn't guard him. They, he was just a mismatch issue. He's going to be a mismatch in Sundays. He was certainly a mismatch against Georgia. They couldn't cover him. So, but C.J. Stroud, wow. That was wow stuff. That was like, oh, okay, I get that. It really did remind me of Herbert. Coach just said, all right, do your thing. 
your thing is really good. Uh, Colin Wright, Colin Wrong, top of next hour. Sean Payton's going to stop by next hour as well. So it's going to be one of our better hours uh, in some time. Did not have Sean on the week before. So we're all fired up for that. Joe Thomas stops by again. The playoff pictures. My gut feeling today is Miami is out of the playoffs this morning. They'll win and get in next week. Bump off the Patriots. And the Packers are not in. Seattle is this morning. By next week, Green Bay beats Detroit. Seattle may or may not win. It won't matter. They don't control their fate. So I think the Dolphins and their offensive weaponry and the Packers and their identity they found running the ball out will move in, and that will be our playoffs in what should be next weekend. Look up the schedule. Fascinating day, night, Saturday, Sunday of NFL football. Natty on Monday, Georgia TCU. I'll take the Bulldogs. (laughs) <laughs> by a lot hour two to monday next in la the herd one more herd the herd streams 24 hours a day seven days a week within the iheart radio app search herd to listen live or on demand whenever you'd like it's freddie prince jr and jeff died back in the ring wrestling with freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season hey jeff are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddy? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddy on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at, at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers.